Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Patea, the show where we talk about things that are happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information, and advice. Welcome back to part two. Dennis, how you doing, my man? Nice to see you again. <laughs> now, what is going on behind us here? I mean, remember in part one, I told you about the V8 fast lane? This is where we are, and I am so out of my depth, it's incredible, because I just know nothing about these, what are stunning vehicles. But luckily, this man does. <laughs> so let's talk about over here on over where the bikes are. I mean, you've got cars, bikes. I mean, what, what's all this about? Well, so basically, um, as mentioned before, that like we used to be only a garage for doing American restoration work. So we've been doing it for about 10 years, and these are the products of what we have produced over these 10 years. So you've, you've restored everything in here? Pretty much everything, yeah. So like we source the parts um, from like different areas, like from America, if it's not wow. available in Thailand. So that's what we do. And then we put it all together, you know, and make sure that everything works well and the car is able to move. So that's mainly what we focus on. Like we can focus on like the restoration, making it look good at the same time, it's a drivable car. And when you say about restoration, and forgive my ignorance, because as I said to you earlier, I don't really know much about it. You're talking about restoration. So do they come in, in like, like with like rusty old you know, holes in oh, them? And, for you know, sure, for sure. Really? We, have, we have had cars coming in with only the chassis and just like the, the body frame all banged up, rusted and unrecognizable to what car brand it possibly was. And we have restored it completely to the point whereby it's a beautiful car and it looks almost brand new to like its original year, be it like the 70s or the 80s. Wow, I mean, and how long do these projects take? I mean, they must take you years. I mean, how long do they take you? It depends. It solely depends on what kind of work the customer wants. We can do things as quickly as within two weeks, all the way up to like two, three, even four years. Like we have a car that's been with us. I was trying T3. TR3 has been with us for about three years. Originally was red, but we changed it to black because we thought it was a classier look. Nice. Especially we redid the engine and the interior and upholstery and everything. So yeah, it, every project varies depending on what's the demand and what is the outlook of it. I mean, you're talking about these projects and you know, some of them have taken a lot of time, you know, years even. I'm guessing there's a considerable cost involved because, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I do understand a little bit that getting parts here is very, very difficult and expensive. I mean, how, how are you sort of adjusting to that kind of thing? So basically how we start on the project is, of course, we need to know what car we're dealing with first. And especially like if, there's, if it's possible, if the owner has the original manual or like the catalog for the parts, we will definitely need that. So when we order the parts, we know what the part number is. If we can't get it from the original manufacturer, be it from the States, we probably have to source it off from eBay or any secondhand dealers because some cars are so rare and unique. And especially since some of the cars here are 50 and 60 years old, it's really difficult to source exact parts for whatever work we want to do. So it's a lot about gambling, I would say a little bit, mm. because we never know which car has parts available for it be it like even if you have the money it doesn't always mean that you can get the part i mean we're going to look at each vehicle in a minute in more detail and you're going to kindly talk us through the ones because you know they are some incredible they really are something else i mean i'm going to get myself some selfies and photos <laughs> not about the kids i mean in in terms of like the cost i mean dare i ask what's been some of like the most expensive restorations that you've undertaken if around the figure around the figure would be about I would say nine to 10 million. 
because we do have customers that want like the best of the best the top of the line engines the top of the line transmissions and especially like specialty letters um, they want to get the best because like that's what they had when you know when they were young or they, that's what they saw in the magazines when they were young so there we have you know big pocket customers who want the classic restoration look mm. like back from the old days and that costs a lot of money I mean, I'm going to ask you a dumb question, so forgive me here, but you know, they spent all this money on these cars. Do they take them out and drive them around? Oh yeah, most definitely. Like, really? 10, 11 million bucks? <laughs> I'm mean, so scared to get a stone chip or something. Oh, it happens. It happens occasionally, like, you know, from car meets or like people touching them and unfortunately having keys in their pockets and it gets scratched up. But we always do see like, you know, on the weekends, like Saturday, Sunday, we always see beautiful cars coming down Soy Siam Country Road. Wow. And it's always like friends and customers from yesteryears. And they come in up to the showroom and have a quick hi and a coffee, things like that. And we just talk and chat and talk about their projects and our own projects as well. And so it's, it's always a great, it's a great fun to see like every Saturday and Sunday. So the question I'm gonna ask you, I mean, we're surrounded by these stunning cars. If you could take one home now, which one would it be? Well, I will most definitely take <laughs> definitely the C3 Corvette right over here from 1971. Okay. It has a big 7.3-litre block. 7.3? 7.3-litre naturally aspirated. What's the, uh, what's the gallons to the mile out of that one then? Ridic ridiculously <laughs> bad. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine bad. that? I mean, yeah, it is a beautiful car. Well, I'll tell you what, look, let's have a look around. I want to go and show you these vehicles over here because they are absolutely stunning. So Dennis, behind me now, we've got all these motorcycles. I mean, tell me a bit about these because they're a little bit quicker than mine. I've got a little old <laughs> bad out moped out there that's in desperate need of loving. I mean, you've got this F4, all these superb motorcycles. I mean, talk to me a bit about these. So for our sports bike collection, what we have is two MV Augustas and one Ducati. So I'll probably start on the F4 first. Yeah. So this is from the early 2000s. So MV Augusta was very popular with coming with very amazing and beautiful designs. Mm. They're kind of like the Alfa Romeo of motorbikes. Oh, nice. Yeah, so what we have here is the F4, and this bike is, I could tell you that the sound is wonderful. Uh. So what's unique about this is that MV Agusta has this habit of making wonderful and beautiful exhaust. So this is one of the only bikes with four tips exhaust at the back. Oh, wow. So most bikes come with one or two. This F4 comes with four. How quick does it go? How quick does it go? So um, this is basically like a proper race bike. Okay. So back in the days, these MV Agusta and Ducati were always fighting with like being the top of the Italian class of bikes. Wow. So this is one, one of the most unique, I would dare say, Italian bikes that we have in our collection right now. So what would the uh, top speed be, do you think? Top speed is dependent on the driver. <laughs> because back then, I would say that bikes like these didn't really have a lot of electronics. So, I mean, they didn't have electronically controlled suspension or the ECU wasn't really advanced. So, I would dare say that these bikes can go up to about 250 to 280 kilometers. Wow. Yeah, no problem. But at the same time, it depends on the confidence of the rider. I mean, you've got some, what I would call more like, like the trusty steed, like the big, I mean, what are these bikes? So, back here, we have two V-Rods. Both of them, uh, one of them is from uh, the Heritage Edition, I believe. So this is kind of like what it was originally supposed to look like. And its brother is the complete opposite because this is <laughs> okay. a fully loaded, fully custom V-Rod. So basically everything on this black V-Rod right here is almost not original. And it comes with a supercharger as well, which is not really common for bikes. Okay. So a lot of people, they want to put a lot of um, 
torque into the bike, they would put a blower or they put a supercharger or a turbo, which back then was not a very common thing to do for a bike because it made exceptionally crazy power. Did it? So this actually does a very, very nice tail spin. Oh, okay. Yeah, so a lot of these bikes, what we do is we fit them with very, very large rear tires. So the grip is fantastic and the sound is absolutely mind-blowing. Wow. I won't race them on my moped then. <laughs> I'll give that. I mean, that does remind me though of like when you see the, the, uh, like the, the movies and they're out on those big American highways on these big bikes just bombing along. I mean, is that the sort of bike they would use or is that not? Yeah, most definitely. Like um, this, is, this is fully custom. So a lot of our customers, what they come down with like from the bikers clubs and um, all the cruiser clubs that are in Pattaya right now, they do like to custom their bikes to make it look like uh, Harley Davidson V-Rods from the movies, from the TV shows and things wow. like that. So this is one of like the products from that generation, like the fully loaded, fully custom. And a lot of the bikers, they come in and they get inspiration from the bikes as well that we have here. So aside from these two V-Rods, we actually have this very special custom bike. Okay. This, I wouldn't say it's a Harley Davidson, but this is definitely from that kind of idea. So this has an SNS engine and it comes with a blower. So it's kind of a cross between a turbo and a supercharger. And what's really interesting about this bike, it comes with a nitrous oxide tank. So it comes with like what cars have, like for the boost button, this bike has. No, really? That's what's really crazy about this project. So Man. we get a lot of, I would dare say mad ideas, not crazy ideas, it's absolutely mad ideas. I'll be too, I mean the size of that wheel is just ridiculous. That's bigger than the car tire. <laughs> exactly. So like we have to source the tires especially from like America as well because they don't actually produce these in Thailand. And a lot of the parts, um, there is a long waiting list. So we have to be very patient when it comes to these kind of projects, especially for bikes as well. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Well, I want to look at these cars. Now that we've got this beautiful car here on the, on the right hand side. Now, Dennis, enough about these bikes, although there is one particular bike I want to speak to you about in a minute because that is something different. I mean, look at this bad boy. I mean, t tell me about this. This is Camaro, isn't it? Yes, definitely. This is a Chevy Camaro SS350. So this is actually fully restored and one of our clients' cars. So besides bringing bikes and cars from our personal collection, we also hold cars and bikes from customers who want to let them go as well. So this is from a personal collection from one of our friends. And we actually did a lot of work on this Camaro to make it look beautiful. And I can dare say that it is a lot of fun to ride. What uh, condition was this in when it first came to you? It wasn't, it wasn't too bad, I would dare say, but it was definitely a bit weather, like in terms of the paint and it was a, like a little bit dusty. So we do clean up and make sure like it looks great, beautiful, like the chrome definitely shines through. Looks amazing. shines through as looks well. Amazing. And the leather looks, you know, pretty much fresh. So even like on a, weekly basis or daily basis we do touch up on the cars here in the showroom as well oh, okay yeah okay so that every time like somebody comes in they get a fresh look of the car as as is magnificence is i mean just look at that i mean that really is that's damn now let's look at the one behind you this one behind you the the, the stingray exactly i mean oh, okay. that's uh that's so, something else this, yeah so i would dare say this is one of the top cars that we have here right now this is the c3 stingray from corvette and this is from 1969-71. So what's unique about this C3 is that this was the last model that Corvette made with the two chrome bumpers on the front and the back. And what's unique about this is that we actually changed it out to brake this because it produced so much power from the 7.3 liter engine that 
drum brakes don't cut it. I mean, 7.3 liters. 7.3 liters. I mean, uh, forgive me for asking what may be a stupid question, but how quick would that go? Well, from like zero, zero to 100, I would say, I would dare say like, if the tail doesn't spin that much, probably under five seconds. Wow. Definitely easy. Because um, besides doing like restoration work, sometimes we do performance work as well. So we do fit them with like the BF Goodrich tires and uh, with proper calibration and tuning to the ECU, definitely we can get a good performance out of like a very classic car. Looks amazing, I've got to say. Now there is one that I do want, because I do recognize this car over here. Let's have a look at this one. Now, let's talk about one car I actually do recognize is the Mustang. I mean, that is a beast. Yeah, so this is a Ford Mustang 1970 Mark 1351. So this actually just rolled in yesterday morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we do change the cars around a lot. So this was actually done up a little bit, like it didn't have the blow on the top. And we redid the stickers as well because we felt that this look was um, doing it better justice. So every now and then, every week, I would dare say uh, we would change the cars regularly because sometimes when the customer, they, they get it and it rolls out, we bring another car back in. I so want to drive that. that, that <laughs> now that is, that is my kind of car. That looks just the business. And you've got this motorbike behind, which is quite unique, isn't it? Oh yes, most definitely. One of the rarest you can find in Thailand. In what way? They don't make it anymore, number one. And back then, I mean, what you can find now is only like one to four cylinders, but this bike has six. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at that now. I mean, it looks like amazing. I mean, is that street legal? Oh, well, it was produced by Honda. It's known as the CBX. With six liters, definitely this was a street legal bike. Yeah. Yeah, so all the vehicles here, we try to make sure that we get the proper documentation. So when you roll it out here, you definitely can have fun on the road driving it as well. I mean, I've got to ask the question, I'll ask you about these cars and, and the motor. I mean, what kind of speed does that do? I mean, it's got to block the size of a tank. Well, I would say back in the days, they didn't really produce a lot of horsepower per, per liter. So I would say that it's not the fastest, Okay. but the sound that it made was very unique because of the six cylinders. So it sounded like nothing else that was available. I have to ask you about the sound, because if you remember in part one, we spoke about little willies, and I call them small penises, when, oh, they, yeah. when they ride around. I mean, has that got a, a full-on, a large one? Oh, well, I would dare say that you probably wouldn't look at this bike in the same way, <laughs> yeah. but it does, has, uh, it does have, um, I believe, six exhaust tips. Six, man. Yeah. See, so if you want to make a lot of noise, do it properly. Look at this bike, it's beautiful. That's <laughs> the bike you should be making the big noise, not your silly little scooters that you ride around in. Now, we're nearly finished, but over the back here, we've got your favorite car, the black one that was red that you've now changed black. Mm -hmm. And we've got a cup, we've got another Mustang. Exactly. And what's that one in the far corner? Well, that's the Buick Grand Sport GS. All right, well, we're going to go look at that. Come and check these out. So we're at nearly at the end now. I mean, honestly, what a playground you've got. It's just amazing. But before we finish, you've got three more cars I want you to tell me about. One there, I mean, I'm not sure. Do you know, I actually like that. What do you call that? Like a Colbert Grey, steel grey? I would say, yeah, it's kind of like the Colbert Grey. Yeah, and this red one, this is the kind of thing I would expect to see on like the TV shows and that. I mean, talk to me about this one. Yeah, so basically they are the exact same model, except that this one has a different paint job as well as the hood. If you can see, it's, we have the carbon one, the carbon yeah. matte black on the gray Mustang, as to this one, which is fully painted together with the hood. So it's wow. basically the same kind of car, but it's just a different kind of body job, as well as different wheels. This, this has a different set of wheels compared to that one. 
Um, the gray one has a bit more sporty racing wheels as to this one, which is a bit more classic in the 1970s. Mm. Yeah. So would you like me to talk about the Triumph right now? Yeah, I mean, well, I know you, <laughs> it's been, I want to talk about this because this is your, this is your one, It's kind of it? like the baby of the showroom this, this, right This now. is your one, this is your company car. If you could take one out, <laughs> this is the one, isn't it? Yeah, so the TR3 Triumph is basically from the 1963, I believe. So this was a project that we did for over about three years. So when it came to us, wow. it was bright red. Like if you had to see the photos, it was completely red and it wasn't as nearly as beautiful as it is today. But I I'm quite proud of the, about this project because this was one that we kind of make it origin, almost 100% originally what it used to be. And how long did that take, sorry? It took three years. Three years? Yes. And dare I ask, roughly ballpark figure? I mean, was there a lot of money spent on this? Um, I would say more time and more effort time. and labor was spent into it, especially the waiting time for the parts from, yeah. from England and everything. Uh, it's definitely a very, very classy car. We have many gents from, from the UK, from South Africa coming in, looking at this car and thinking back to their parents having the same yeah. car as well. Yeah, car. can you imagine that? Yeah. Exactly, TR3, TR4, things like that. So this is definitely one of the, the best showcases that we have in the showroom right now. Well, we've got one more to talk about, which is that baby over there in the corner. I mean, what, what's that? Yeah, so that is the Buick Grand Sport GS. So this is what they call the, the John Wick car, because this was about the same car that he was using in the movies as well. Ah, okay. Yeah, so this was one of the very big American coupe cars with the, with the rear spoilers as well. So this is a proper classic American car. Nice, I say. nice. So many people don't really appreciate Buick as much as I would say for the Corvette or the Ford, but there is a strong following for Buick cars. And we do have one Buick car that's called the La Riviera, and it's beautiful turquoise blue. Nice. So we hope to, the next time you guys come in again, we hope to have it in the showroom as well. Fantastic. Well, before we finish, I want to ask you one more question. Sure. So you've got all these incredible vehicles here in motorcycles. What is the most selfie-selected vehicle that people have to have their picture with? I would say so far from the past two weeks, uh, it will be this red Mustang. Really? Right is that the, the one, is it? Exactly. The red, the red in this showroom just stands out so much in contrast with the white. Even like people who don't know too much about the car, they just think that it's completely gorgeous. Yeah, I must admit, it is a beautiful. You are one lucky man. <laughs> I mean, not only is this your passion, and your, but this is also your work as well. I mean, how lucky, talk about a win-win situation. Exactly. Dennis, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so Thank much you so indeed much for, for sparing some time to come and talk to us. Sure. Guys, you've seen it now firsthand. Remember part one, if you missed part one, have a look in the description below. Come and enjoy some fantastic food. I showed you the menu. We spoke about the different cuisines here. Also, they got the bar with the mixologist. You know, you've got a fantastic selection of food and drink available and look at these vehicles if you like your vehicles well then i'm not i'm sorry there is just one place in the whole of Patea you need to come to and that is here it's in soy siam country very very easy to get to you can't miss it i will put a, a map link in the description below so again check that out guys come and have a look at that it really is just incredible all right well that's it for me today as always guys please remember hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when we bring out a new video check out our members area more and more members joining each and every week and join our discord group have a look on there there's lots of people like-minded people just like yourself that have got a love for this wonderful city that dennis and i are lucky enough to call home and come and check this place out unbelievable it really really is all right that's it for me guys thank you very much for watching please as always wherever you are in the world stay safe.